This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. I'm John Ryan, and this is Pod Roast. This episode, another week, another true crime series. And in the week of International Podcast Day, the joy of Sound Heap. Let's start with a new podcast trope that I've identified, and let's call it editorial dissonance. The sense that you've clicked on something for one reason, and yet when you listen, the tone or setup seems at odds with the precy that brought you there. Sometimes editorial dissonance is a clever trick, a Trojan horse to make you try something you'd ordinarily have rejected as not for you. And sometimes it just seems like an inappropriate mess. Cue the new series of Bad People, in which German-Canadian Dr Julia Shaw and Danish comedian Sophie Hagen dissect criminal cases. There can't be much that hasn't been said already about Peter Sutcliffe, the Yorkshire Ripper, before, but that was their subject on a recent edition. At a time when women across the UK are challenging policing after a couple of horrific murders, you could argue it's an apposite time, maybe, to look for some historical context. Hit play and editorial dissonance. As it's the start of a new series, you could reasonably expect some maybe jumping on for the first time. You need to establish your hosts, the tone, your vibe and brand. Arguably, you need to spend time doing that every episode. Here, though, a mournful piano theme begins to plink, and Julia shouting, Sophie, welcome back! Welcome back, replies Sophie, extending the vowel annoyingly, before stutteringly asking what Julia's been up to. She says she's jet-lagged as she went home to Canada for the first time since the pandemic and ran into the arms of her mum. Sophie talks about running to eat a burrito and some Thai food at the Edinburgh Fringe. Then we're into that strangely podcast thing where two hosts seemingly busk about what they're going to talk about, despite there being production credits for seven different people on this. Have you heard of the Ripper? asks Julia in a tone that suggests the Ripper's a new juice bar or a nail place, rather than a man who murdered 13 women and attempted to murder at least seven others. It was like olden days right is Sophie's comeback, a man in a top hat who killed a lot of sex workers, the other ripper, corrects Julia. How many rippers does this country have? asks Sophie, chuckling. More ED right here. An editorial warning, we're going to discuss sexual violence and murder, and there might be some graphic descriptions, before they finally introduce themselves and in unison say, and this is bad people, giggling all over it, before another we're back, segging into a powerful, if brief, montage of 70s news footage, much of which won't be new if you've seen only the most cursory Ripper documentary on high-numbered Sky channels in the middle of the night. The first murder victim, Wilma McCann, is described by the milkman witness who discovered her body as looking like a Halloween costume. Ugh, how gross, says Sophie, probably not finding the right tone. It's a recurring theme. 
On the famous victim-shaming police quote at the time that Ripper victims had loose morals. Wow, loose morals. That is such a Victorian England sort of thing. They might as well be like, this gentleman dislikes hussies. Like, what is happening? Responds the comedian as the criminal psychologist giggles. They spend some time on the distinction between the sex worker and non-sex worker victims and how that exemplifies confirmation bias in the commentary about the Ripper at the time, which Sophie compares to the reaction of people at her gigs who say they don't think women are funny before listing a load of women they do. That feels, at best, slightly off. At worst, Gen Z self-important. The distance is there all the way through, in fact. In their discussion about the treatment of sex workers in the 70s, Sophie says, It's so condescending. I mean, why did they give us the right to work or even just leave the house when we're so irresponsible and we're just walking around getting ourselves murdered by hammers? How dare we? So now we have this misogynist utopia, which is a world where women are at home all the time. What does the Ripper do? Julia says it sounds like The Handmaid's Tale, and they laugh about it again. It's two people with no living memory of that time busking and riffing on a story that many podcast listeners may well remember. Some of the riffing is to get a laugh, which just feels wrong, or to make a clumsily made point about the misogyny and sexism of what was 50 years ago. There are still plenty of brilliant guests and experts around who could have been brought in to add some weight to this, and indeed, with the right tone, something that connected the 70s ripper fear with that contemporary protest following the Sarah Everard and Sabina Nessa murders would be bang on the zeitgeist. I may only be a bloke, and I'm a bloke who's usually delighted to hear a different treatment of a hoary old crime topic, but this feels off to me especially given it's coming from BBC Science, in partnership with the Open University. Compare this to something like the simple and appropriate treatment on the hit American Vigilante podcast from Sam Walker and the Crowd Network right now, for example. I almost hesitate to say it on a radio station dedicated to podcasts and in the week of International Podcast Day, but we're all grown up at Podcast Radio and I've never liked days of anything, seeing as they're usually arbitrarily invented by a creatively bankrupt junior marketing executive. Do you know what? Someone on a UK radio station breakfast show told me in all seriousness it was Lizard Awareness Day once. So to mark our day, that's the podcast one, not the lizard one, can I introduce you to Sound Heap, if you've not already discovered it. From Audi, this is the definitive podcast comedy that's been inspired by other podcasts. I'm Martin Freeman, and this is the noises cats make when they're sad, begins episode one. John Luke Roberts is your host, the CEO and fun captain of Soundheap Inc., the most eclectic podcast network in the world, he says. With 712 podcasts on their books, they needed a way of showcasing them. And that's the setup. This will be the shortest pod roast ever, as nothing's unfunnier than a gag retold. So all I'll say about it is it's hilarious and bang on the money when it comes to satirising our beloved podcast world. To show you what I mean, here's just one clip. Do you like Liza Minnelli? Do you like instruction manuals? Asks John Luke. Then Liza Minnelli reads from instruction manuals could be your next go-to. Reach under the door grip and pull the door open. <laughs> Remove the elbow piece. Shut the door with a gentle swing. The washing machine has undergone a complete functional test at the factory, and there will be some residual water in the drum from this process. 
Liza Minnelli reads from instruction manuals from Soundheap. Brilliant. I'm John Ryan. This week, pod toasting Soundheap from Audi. And weary and disappointed, I listen to bad people from BBC Sounds. So you don't have to. Hello, and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book. And together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts.